Hey there, Story Sister. Well, summer is here, and as far as I'm concerned, that means it's s'more season. So today, I'm going to be sharing with you my very own recipe for a story s'more. And by the end of this episode, I hope that you'll pick up some sweet tips for creating a delicious connection with your audience that keeps them hungry and coming back for s'more. Welcome to Power Your Platform, the podcast for women who are building bold story brands. I'm your host and story coach, Carrie Ramsey. Each week, we'll explore big ideas about brand building and shine a spotlight on courageous women just like you who are owning their story, following their purpose, and changing the world. Whether you're a story starter, a story builder, or a story pro, this podcast is for you. I'll help you move your mindset from uncertain to unstoppable and provide you with the storytelling tools you need to make a real impact. Because we all have a story to tell, and somewhere someone is waiting to hear yours. Join us each week for inspiring interviews, aha moments, and step-by-step action plans that will provide the framework to help you create your very own purpose-driven platform. Are you with me? All right, it's time to power up. Not many people know this, but the recipe for s'mores cookie sandwiches has actually been around since the 1920s. And here's a fun fact. The first s'mores recipe actually appeared in a Girl Scouts guide called Tramping and Trailing with the Girl Scouts. But back then, the treat was actually known as Graham Cracker Sandwiches. So in case you've never heard of a s'more, let me explain the preparation and cooking process in less than 60 seconds. First, you take two graham crackers and in between you slide a layer of chocolate. My favorite happens to be Arrow or Hershey, but it doesn't really matter. Next, you want to toast a marshmallow over an open fire if possible. And you can do the cooking also in a microwave or in an oven if you have to. Once your marshmallow is toasted, you want to smush together the graham cracker, chocolate, and marshmallow combo. And by the way, I'm pretty sure smushing is the technical term in case you'd like to look it up. And then, ah, the sweet taste of that glorious mess of goodness. There's nothing quite like it. But let's break down this recipe further for today's Story S'more cooking lesson. Now, the purpose of a story s'more is to make your content so delicious and so worthwhile that your audience keeps coming back again and again. So how do we do that? Well, first, let's consider the three ingredients of a traditional s'more. Graham crackers, marshmallows, and chocolate. That's it, just three components. So you gotta love the simplicity. Today, we're gonna use each of the three s'more ingredients to represent a different technique for creating a message that melts in your audience's mouth and keeps you top of mind. So let's start with the humble graham cracker, which by the way, was invented by Reverend Sylvester Graham in the 1800s as a part of a special diet concocted to help deter lustful thoughts. You heard that right. It's an odd but definitely interesting beginning for what would become known as a staple food of campfire gatherings everywhere. So what importance does the graham cracker hold in our story s'more scenario? Well, it's really the foundation for the s'more, isn't it? Without the top and the bottom cracker, the marshmallow and the melted chocolate would just create a giant mess. 
You really do need to have a start and a finish that holds your main message together. The truth is that the graham crackers aren't the star attraction of the show, but they're still really important. So let's first consider what needs to come at the beginning of your messaging in order to make sure it gets noticed. Well, first of all, it's important to grab your audience's attention when you first reach out to them. You need to let them know the message you have is for them and that it's worthwhile checking out. So the key here is to keep it simple. Be direct and use as few words as possible to make your point and where possible, show them that you know who they are and where they're at. And by that, I mean that you need to show your audience that what you have to offer is for them specifically. And you can do so by providing them with a quick taste test. For instance, if your paid offer is coaching women who have neglected their own self-care, then you might start with a question like, are you a woman who's struggling to make time for self-care? And then if they are, they'll know the messages for them and they'll be more likely to pay attention to what you say next. Another part of hooking your audience's attention is to show them that you can relate to where they're at. And hopefully you can. In fact, many times that's why people get into business in the first place, to solve a pain point that they themselves have experienced firsthand. So to help establish a connection and hook your audience, you could add a couple of short sentences like, I know how you feel because I've been in your shoes. For years, my own lack of self-care left me physically, mentally, and emotionally drained. Wow, now they're listening, right? Sharing with your audience that you can relate to them because you were them can go a long way to creating a message that grabs their attention right out of the gate and helps them tune into what's coming next. Another tip for hooking your audience at the start of your message is to use simple language. In other words, you want to avoid industry jargon and complicated acronyms. Make it conversational. So instead of saying it is, you could say it's, because that's likely what you'd say if you were actually talking to someone directly. Also, use one-syllable words where possible and aim your language level at about a sixth grader level. That doesn't mean that your audience isn't educated. It's just good practice to help you to remember to keep your messaging simple. And a final strategy to hook your audience is to make the message personal. Use words like you or your if you can, and don't talk about them in the third person. Instead, start a conversation with your potential client directly. For instance, you'll notice that in the example statements I've already shared that I said, are you a woman who's struggling to make time for self-care? I also said, I know how you feel because I've been in your shoes. So even though I'm talking about myself here, I'm actually relating my experience to my potential customer or client. Remember that they are the focus of attention inside of your messaging, not you or your paid offer. They are the hero and you are the guide and your product is the solution. And that comes straight from Donald Miller's book, Building a Story Brand, in case you haven't read it yet. So once we've hooked our audience, it's time to sweeten the deal. And by this, I mean we need to show our audience the value that they're going to receive by tuning into our message. And this could be considered the delicious chocolatey part of your story s'more. So what we need to do at this stage of the story is to sweeten it with a value statement. And the purpose of a value statement is to show your audience the transformation or value that they're going to find inside the solution you're offering. 
So in our mini example, if you've done your research and you know that the women you're looking to reach are stressed out and they can't focus on their work, plus they're feeling exhausted and depressed because they're neglecting their own self-care, then your message increases in value when you address each of those pain points. So what does this look like? Well, a sample value statement might be, by prioritizing your own self-care, you can decrease your stress level, increase your productivity, and live a healthier, happier life. Make sense? You're essentially letting your audience members know what the outcome will be if they follow the steps and the solution you provide. It's important to remember here, though, that you don't want to offer your audience a long list of benefits that overwhelms them. Instead, keep it simple and stick to the rule of three. And if you're not familiar with it, the rule of three simply states that three is the smallest recognizable pattern that our brains can process. So sweeten your message by offering no more than three direct benefits. This, again, just keeps it simple. So to recap what we've learned so far, our story s'more includes, first of all, a foundational opening sequence of statements that really hooks our audience's attention, followed by a sweet value statement. For the next portion of our message, we want to make sure to offer our audience something sticky. So think of this part as the gooey marshmallow in the middle of your story s'more. In this case, stickiness refers to the likelihood your audience is going to remember your message and carry it with them. And there are a few ways we can do this. For instance, you could give them an indicator that the message you're about to share isn't going to take them long to digest. An example would be, to help you move from exhausted to energized, I've got three simple tips to help you carve out more me time in your calendar. The fact that you only have three tips, and they're simple ones, should grab their attention further and pull them in to learn more. And by the way, did you catch the little writing trick I did there? I said from exhausted to energized. Using alliteration is an effective technique because it's pleasing to the ear and it's easy to remember. So you might consider using that little trick in your messaging as well. Finally, a third strategy for creating a sticky message is to package it in a way that's easy to remember. And I do this a lot in the Power Your Platform podcast, in case you hadn't noticed. If you're a regular listener, you'll know I'm a fan of mnemonics, which are basically words that stand for a series of phrases or ideas. Mnemonics help audience members remember the key points of what you're trying to say by representing them with a single word. So in the mini case study that we've been discussing, let's say we're helping women carve out more time for self-care in their schedule. So we could use a mnemonic like the word time, T-I-M-E. In this case, maybe the word stands for T, take a closer look at your calendar. I, include time for at least one act of self-care a day. M, make a monthly date with your friend or a romantic partner. And E, experience a new way of living. That's just off the top of my head. I'm no expert in self-care, but you get the idea. By creating an easy-to-remember mnemonic, the audience member can jot it down or keep track of the steps in her own mind without too much struggle. Remember, being able to remember those key steps helps keep your message sticky. And when a message is sticky, people are more likely to remember and follow it. And when they follow it, they're more likely to actually see the promised results. And you know what happens after that? 
they become raving fans of your method and they tell others. And pretty soon word of mouth spreads and you're fully booked or sold out. So it pays to be sticky. The final step in the story s'more process is to wrap up your message with that second graham cracker on the bottom, or in this case, what I refer to as the call to action. We've talked in other episodes about the importance of giving your audience a next step once they know what you offer and they're motivated to pursue it. Again, it's important to keep your call to action super simple and to the point in plain language. Be sure to use action words and where possible, add a note of urgency by including words like now or today. Here are a few examples of call to action. Click here to learn more. Join now. Check it out here. Get started today. Do you get the idea? The important thing is to always include a call to action at the end of your messaging in order to answer the audience's inevitable question, now what? So in the example of the self-care messaging that we've been building throughout this episode, we could use the following call to action. Download your free time saver guide now. Simple, right? We've used an action word, which is download. We've also used the word your, implying it already belongs to them. They just need to claim it. So we've also made it personal. In our call to action, we've also referred to the time saver guide, which relates to our memorable sticky mnemonic. We've also mentioned that the Time Saver Guide is free, which allows them to taste test our services before actually buying anything. And finally, we've used the word now to suggest urgency. So if you put all of those story s'more parts together, here is what we get. Are you ready? Here we go. Are you a woman who's struggling to make time for self-care? If so, I know how you feel because I've been in your shoes. For years, my own lack of self-care left me physically, mentally, and emotionally depleted. But here's the thing. By prioritizing your own self-care, you can decrease your stress level, increase your productivity, and live a healthier, happier life. To help you move from exhausted to energized, I've got three simple steps to help you carve out more me time in your calendar. I've included these tips inside my free time saver guide, which is designed to help you get your own priorities in check. Download your free time saver guide now. So what do you think? Is it simple? Is it sweet? Is it sticky? If you want, you can try this method with your next messaging challenge and let me know what you come up with. I'd love to sample your story s'more. Thanks so much for listening in to today's podcast episode on story s'mores. I hope today's episode got you hungry for creating simple, sweet, and sticky messaging that makes an impact with your audience. And if you found an aha moment inside today's episode, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Power Your Platform or email me at powerherplatform at gmail.com. Until next time, keep owning your story following your purpose, and raising your voice. Because the world is waiting to hear your story.